When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Have you ever wondered what happened to Lance Von Erich? Find out in his book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. You'll read stories about Chris Adams, Ric Flair, and Billy Jack Haynes. And of course, the Von Erich family themselves. Get your book today on Amazon. This is Philly King. This is Sammy Fox. We are Legends Never Die. And you're listening to the WrestleVelve Podcast. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry. And today on this episode, I have two guests from Scotland. I got Fulton King. There he is. And I got Sammy Sparks, the chaotic luchador. How are you guys doing? If I'm being perfectly honest with you, Vinny, I was out last night and I'm feeling a bit tender. So I have no idea what I'm going to say today. So it's going to be wild. Uh, I'm doing good, and I'm just going to follow whatever he says. I'm going to be very honest. I'm just going to back him. Well, I'm glad that you guys are here. Thank you for giving me your time. You guys uh, have uh, found a a niche over there in wrestling. Of uh, you, Fulton King, been wrestling for two years, but Sammy, you've been wrestling six. What brought you two together? How did you guys uh, decide to form a a tag team? Uh, So. We, me and Sammy both initially started wrestling for a company based in Carlisle called Target. And when we were there, we ended up just knocking lumps out of each other pretty regularly. Um, we had I, about, sh- I think, three fights uh, on like different shows, like two main events, and we just beat each other up as much as we could. And I am ashamed to say that I don't have a win over them, but that's fine. If you can't beat them, join them. Um, but... We ended up trading with uh, Lou King Sharp and he had Big Buff over and we were up training and we were just practicing about doing some training matches and uh, they were like, you guys should tag. And me and Sammy looked at each other and I was like, you know, we should tag. This is really fun. And then it just turns out that we have a lot of fun when we tag and I don't know, our both our brands of chaos sort of work well together. And Fulton, you're you're a, a good sized dude, right? You're what six a few inches over six foot? Six foot two and well, oh, six foot three and four foot wide. <laughs> That's four what foot. I tell them. Yeah, I, I heard that. I heard that. What is that in pounds? You guys don't do pounds over there, right? We don't do pounds, but with a quick Google for you, Vinny, I can find out because I know what it is in stone. Um <laughs> the short answer is a lot. 
So in pounds, I am two about two hundred and eighty pounds. Two hundred and eight. All right. And, I don't know what I am. No. <laughs> no. Uh, I can find out though. Will only take me a second. So uh, I'm I'm curious. What is it that? How do you think that your your styles complement each other? I was going to say there's, there's sort of two facets to I think the reason why me and Sammy sort of complement each other. One being the in ring style. I've I'm, you know, the big powerhouse guy. I get to throw people about. But on the other hand, I get to throw Sammy into people. And there's nothing funner than using a human being as a weapon. Um, but on the other side of things, our personalities are similar but different in the same sense. You know, when it comes down to Sammy is loud and goes 100 miles a second, just like he does in the ring. And I'm a little bit slower and a little bit more lumbering. <laughs> but... It's just, we go out there, not even when we're out there, just in general. Sammy's one of my best friends in legit real life. So we make each other laugh as much as we can when we're not fighting. Yeah, like the amount of the amount of car rides of just like us absolutely having a laugh when it comes to wrestling, but outside of wrestling, the amount of times we're messaging about different ideas that we can do in a ring. Like, I think... I think the main reason why this tag team works is because of the chemistry and because of the friendship outside of the wrestling, which is what helps the most. Yeah. And Sammy, we were talking uh, before we started recording, we were talking about your luchador style. What, I guess, uh, who influenced you? What wrestlers, I guess, uh, did you watch or did you, you like that inspired you to pick up that style? Uh well the main one is like the classic that a lot of people go for is Rey Mysterio. Uh I was a giant Rey Mysterio fan growing up. I still am a giant Rey Mysterio fan. Uh yeah. Um Sam, you've think... never been a giant in it. No need for that. No need for that. <laughs> no, but um uh, Rey Mysterio was like an absolute idol to me, still is. Uh I love watching his matches. Uh, first match that I can remember is Ray versus Eddie Guerrero at SummerSlam for the custody of Dominic. Uh, and ever since I saw Ray at a live event, like he was the person that I based it off. Uh, try not to do the six one nine though, because then everyone does. You already get called Ray Mysterio on like small shows when like when you're doing a show that people don't know what wrestling is, so it's the first time watching wrestling that isn't WWE. The amount of comments I get of "Oh my God, it's Ray Mysterio!" It's like, oh, here we go. So try to avoid the six one nine as much as possible. <laughs> right, right. And where where did you guys where did you guys train over there? Two schools we trained at, so Target Wrestling, based in Carlisle, as we said. Um, Sammy still trains there pretty regularly, but because I moved a little bit further away, it's a bit more difficult for me to get there. So I'll go there. We still work shows there, and if I get the chance to go down and train, we do. But we also train with Luke King Sharp at the LKS Dojo of Excellence in um, Iron Girders Gym in Glasgow. And I think that's where we really came together as this. It's where we got the chance to try all the stupid stuff we we do. Yeah, like like the main the main way that we tagged was we literally uh Luking Sharp said, I want you in a tag match and we were just bouncing ideas off back and forth. Uh we got told that we worked really well together and we were just sat in the car and was like, Do you wanna do this properly? And we're like, Yeah. 
And from that point on, we've literally put so much hard work in, like, because we're just coming up to a year being a tag team. I'd say we've put so much work into making it work. Uh, yeah. Like, we've put so much, like, hard work. Like, like I said, constant texting, constant ideas, constant watching wrestling just to make us better. We want to be, like, one of the best tag teams, not just in Scotland, but in the UK, all, all over. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, and we've, we've had that great opportunities as well that we obviously get the opportunity to wrestle in places like England. So we wrestle in Carlisle pretty regularly. We wrestle in the border cities between Scotland and England. We've wrestled up in Glasgow, but we've also managed to actually get a bit further afield than that. We've been over to Sweden. We've been over to Denmark as well. Wrestled some of the guys over there. In fact, what's really funny is the first time... Um, so Sammy went over first, and then we went over as a tag team. But the time we went over as a tag team, we went all the way over to Sweden and wrestled two guys from the UK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bro, what are you doing? But yeah, so one of the other things I think is we're, we're getting this amazing opportunity to learn from all these other tag teams. Obviously, learning from these individual wrestlers is, is incredible for us, but seeing how they put together tag matches and learning about tag team matches. And I, I love studying old wrestling and try to figure out ways to bring that in as well. It's tough, but it's fun. And I'm just getting into watching old wrestling. So, yeah, and I think I, I I think the thing with the tag team, it really does help to have a a partner that that you do have some some kind of chemistry with, right? Is it? I guess maybe both of you guys have had the opportunity to wrestle with somebody else, and maybe maybe it it didn't quite feel as cohesive of i mean because not everybody's gonna mesh right so um how would i guess chemistry is important right the most important thing above everything else above your moves and above all the fancy stuff you're doing like if me and sammy couldn't do anything but go out there and throw punches i think the chemistry would still have solidified as as a tag team because it's not like you'll hear wrestlers talk about this all the time it's not just the moves that you're doing it's everything you're doing in between and when you're in a tag team situation like that, you've got two people bouncing off each other. You know, if we're in a bad mood, we might be shouting ridiculous things at the crowd and calling them all terrible funny names. If we're in a good mood, that energy gets directed at the, the opponents, whoever we're going against. And me and Sammy are pretty silly. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I think... I think if we couldn't do anything in that ring, the one thing that I know we can do is just have a laugh, go out there and entertain a crowd, even without moves. Like I said, we can like we can make a crowd hate us like with the snap of your fingers, or we can make them love us. And I think that's why it works so well, is because we're not acting, if that makes sense. Like like we're going out there and we're just being ourselves. And I think that's why it works so well, because we're just being ourselves. Like yeah, I wear I wear the mask and everything, but that that we just we go out there, we call each other stupid names, we call the fans either stupid names if we're not in a good mood, and if we are in a good mood, we call our opponents stupid names. So either way, we just get to call people stupid names. Yeah. <laughs> you you guys were saying that you uh, were watching some old wrestling or or just getting into looking at some old wrestling uh, when you when you do that are you looking at like like old school tag teams or what what do you guys what are you guys studying um the short answer is everything <laughs> but in depth if i'm looking at the older stuff i'm looking at guys like 
the Heart Foundation, you know, look at Brett and Jim. They guys did some awesome stuff. Simone SWAT team, Arn and Tully, like I'm going way back, you know, anything really to do with the Four Horsemen uh, as well. Like it's and it's it's one of these things. If you watch a lot of wrestling right now, a lot of the times you can get pretty formulaic, and you know, some of the best in the world don't have that. But we're obviously we're still learning, and um, so try to figure out how these guys who were the best ever put their matches together and how they ran their matches to me is super interesting. So I'm trying to find new ways so that we don't fall into this formula of going, right, you start, then I'll start, then we'll do a tag move and then, you know, so on. I want it to be like, who knows what you guys are going to do. But yeah. also they kind of know what's happening, but they're like, oh, I didn't expect them to do that thing there. Yeah, like you constantly, like... Nine times out of ten, when you're on a show, you're going to see more than one tag match, right? So we're looking to be that different tag match. We're looking to be where they see one tag match and we're not following the same structure at all. We're changing it up completely. And that's what we constantly look for. Familiarity. Constantly look to be difference. unique. And I think why we also look. Yeah, yeah definitely. What were you, Vinny? What wrestling did you enjoy watching? What, what, what got you into doing the podcast and stuff? I know you're... Talking to us, but I thought I may ask you a couple of questions. Well, I grew up uh, in the Dallas area and started watching World Class Championship Wrestling. So the Von Erics, the Freebirds, Iceman, King Parsons, Chris Adams, um, you know, guys like that. And always, always liked wrestling. Um, I guess, uh, and I've always liked writing too. So, uh, you know, there was a time, and I've heard this from other people too, that uh, was watching a lot of wrestling that I wasn't watching a lot of wrestling. I went back to wrestling, you know, kind of like we, yeah, that love, you know, that I broke up with her and then I, yeah. I couldn't live without her. So, um, but then there was a period I was writing uh, a lot of uh, boxing and MMA for websites. And when that kind of came to a, uh, a stop sign, a, a dead end, I, I guess I, started i said i told my wife hey i want to start writing about pro wrestlers i had some connections and started just reaching out and before you know it i'm i'm just i i really was surprised about some of the people who i was getting on my podcast and you know i interviewed harley race before he passed away and wrote a story about him i've uh, written a couple books about pro wrestling. I wrote one on the Von Erics and then I wrote a couple of short stories. So, you know, it's things like that. It's, it's, it's my passion, right? I, yeah. I just love hearing the stories of, of uh, the different wrestlers, their past, uh, some of the things they overcome, some of the people that they, uh, that influence them. And, you know, a lot of the guys will, you know, share these stories that they were just about to give it up when, this uh -huh. happened, yeah. So I, well, just, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. I love like, hearing those stories. It's great. That, the whole reason um, Sammy wears I'd a mask that's... is because he owes the Mexican cartel about five thousand pesos, and he's never been yep. able to afford to pay it. Yep. Yeah, he's never will pay it. He's had to put on an English accent and everything. You okay? You you breaking the cover now? <laughs> sorry, Break, like... sorry, El Samo. Stop. <laughs> but uh, not like that was that with that going back that was actually very close to me not like quitting but i felt like a lot of what, uh everything that i was doing became repetitive if that makes sense like i was just going through the motions and then when i started tagging again i said this to fulton it 
made me care so much more. Like I said, like literally, I was very close to just knowing that I was doing the same thing, and I wanted, I wanted a change, and this tag team helped me revitalize my love for wrestling, and that's what I'll always be grateful for: the fact that this tag team was able to make me love wrestling again. Yeah, and I, th I think sometimes you know, people outside looking in or looking at somebody else or comparing themselves to somebody else, they say, "Wow, man, they they've only been doing it for so long," and and look, they they got a deal or they're you know they're doing this. I I know a wrestler; she was in the business less than six months and was on NXT, right? And then there's people who've been wrestling 10 years and never been signed for to a big company. And, you know, it's really easy to, you know, kind of even with what I do to just kind of like, man, things aren't happening fast enough. And, you know, wow, I wish I, I would be here. I wish I could do this. I wanted to do that. That didn't work out. And then but as time passes, you look back, then I can say, well, I, I have made progress. Right. Yeah. And like I think that's a big thing. You can't be constantly comparing yourself to these other people because it's your situation is going to be totally different from their situation. How lucky they've managed to get, you know. Sure, you know someone who's been at it for six months, right? They may have put more work in that six months than you know someone else has done in ten years. So I always like my main goal when it comes to being a wrestler, and I say this all the time. So I don't have. You know, I don't, I don't have the the ultimate goal. I, I would never say I want to get signed to a specific company. I just want to get as good as a wrestler as possible. And to do that, I just need to be out there wrestling as much as possible and learn as much as possible. So I've, I've kind of give, set myself up for, you know, only success because then if I say I'm a good wrestler, I've done it. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, I mean, I'm like that. I would say that's the one thing where I'm different. I do want to get signed. Like, I, like this is something I want to do every day and if that means getting signed guarantees me to do this every day then absolutely 100% and I will eventually talk Fulton into signing with me if it's a possibility if like I will talk him into but I refuse to let him like, I refuse to let him turn down a contract or anything like that if it's brought up absolutely not you need to pay off that, that cartel first brother don't get me involved there you can help me if you sign the contract <laughs> oh, I'm so warm <laughs> so you know talk a little bit about the the scene uh what what is the the wrestling scene been like over there in scotland especially since after covid I, I i would think that things are what pretty much back to normal would you say yeah i mean there was a big boom a couple of years ago and like a couple of years before covid you know, ICW was was everywhere. It was massive. There was documentaries on the TV about it and stuff like that. And then when COVID hit, obviously things died down. But not just that. Um, WWE signed a lot of Scottish and UK talent, so there was sort of like a bit of a, a bit of a, 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 a not a drought. There was still incredible talent there, but they had to build themselves up. And what's happened that I found recently is those guys are now at the level. You know, they're they're killing it. They're absolutely killing it. Um, there's so many really interesting companies out there. Um, so one of the ones we work for, CCW, is like a Danish company, but there's like a Scottish part of it as well. So we work there. 
you've got ICW, you know, we'd love to work for ICW. They've then got like two other companies offshoots from them. And um, there's a company called Community Pro. Yeah, honestly, the, the Scottish scene right now is killing it. And those companies I just mentioned are all just based in Glasgow. Like that's just like one small section. If you go a little bit further up um, towards Edinburgh, you've got Discovery Wrestling who, are, who have always been killing it. They've had like Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks. They've had Cody Rhodes and stuff like that there. You've got W3L, a company that has so many shows on. It's mind-boggling. <laughs> like, I would say they 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 have, like, a show a week, if not sometimes more. Like, I probably average out with that. Sammy works for W3L and has potentially the best entrance music in the planet. <laughs> we're not going to the... We're not talking about the entrance music. Absolutely <laughs> not. Okay. The owner got him a sombrero the other day. Yeah, they were. I got a. I got given a gift from this wrestling company, and uh, they gave it my friend who just worked there. So he was in our can. He's like, uh, I need to stop by our, my house, and I need to give you this gift. And I'm sat there, and I'm going, could it be something I've left at a show? So like a T-shirt or something, and I've just been giving it back. Uh, and uh, we get to his house, and he comes out with this giant green sombrero. And I was the, like, the oh, mariachi band. yeah, 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 yeah. Something like, so the, yeah, like, literally. So I was like, okay. Um, so I think I'm going to be wearing that to the ring for this company, uh, W3L, which again, I don't know how many others get gifted things. So I'm very grateful for it. Man, that would be, that would be really cool. You should get one of those ponchos too. <laughs> yeah. Do it, Sammy. Do it. <laughs> Go all out, man. You know what? I might. I might. Actually, I live on the border of Mexico. I live in South Texas. So, yeah. Oh, nice. Sombreros and ponchos and all that stuff is. I mean, I see that stuff every day. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be awesome. I'd love to live somewhere like that, mainly for all the incredible food. (laughs) The food is good, man. You don't get to 280 pounds by not liking food. (laughs) oh man uh i've i've been over to the states i uh i had a holiday in florida and the food was great there so i'd love to travel like the states for food but also for wrestling can't forget wrestling fulton did when you went to florida did you was it just vacation is that yeah yeah, yeah. i wasn't i wasn't a wrestler at the time i was about 13 14 i was about that age so i was still still watching wrestling but wasn't wrestling yet what was your what was your impression of the country? How how what was I guess the contrast between United States or Florida and you, where you're from? Very warm, very warm. It was it was it was so warm. I'll, I'll be very honest. I feel like it, the first time I'd wrestle over there in a mask, I'd cry. Like I, I can't imagine wrestling in like thirty degree weather in a mask. Like that just sounds like heat exhaustion at its finest. Like over where you are, Vinny, aircon is like everywhere. Yes, we don't have that. We, yeah, we so don't have that. So not only are we not accustomed to heat, when it does get hot, we've got nothing. So <laughs> we we just had um twenty seven degree heat, and the the fan next to me is all I had. That was all I had, <laughs> and I wish I had more. Wow. Like our homes are not built for hot weather. No. When when you say twenty degrees, what is that? Twenty degrees. 
Celsius. Uh, 27 yeah. degrees Celsius is... Hold on. Adam, it's probably uh, going to be really on. mild for you, Rennie, to be honest. It's probably like a walk in the sh- like park and you'd be like, oh, I'd put a hoodie on for that. Let's see. 20 degrees Celsius to Fahrenheit. Uh, 80 uh, degrees. 80.6 degrees Fahrenheit. 86? Okay. And that, that could be a little warm inside. I mean, <laughs> inside, inside, I, I, I could, I could see that being a little uncomfortable. But yeah, I mean, we, uh, golly, it's been hot. We, we've been everyone, everywhere you go, everyone saying, oh, it's hot and it's hot and it's so hot and it's probably up to about a hundred, but I think it feels like a hundred and ten, right? I mean, if it feels at an over eighty, Vinny, I would have turned into a puddle already. Like, <laughs> I'm, I can't handle the heat. I had a match a couple of weeks ago with an amazing wrestler called Shamane. And it was like, the room was so hot. Like, we'd got in, we'd set up the ring, and we were just sitting, and everyone was sweating. <laughs> like, we hadn't done anything yet, and we were just dripping a sweat. And I had this match, and I have never been so gassed in my life. I thought I was going to pass out after it. I and was... Then- so happy because I had a hardcore match, which meant I just had to get thrown around a small little like place. So I didn't actually have to do that much. I think I took about four bumps, five bumps, and it was the nicest day of my life because it was too warm. I think if I'd done the match that I watched Fulton do, I would have cried as well because like he had a great match though. Like honestly, one of the best matches I've seen him have. It was so warm, and I just said to Sammy after that, I walked up and I was like, Sammy. Can we go back to doing comedy? Yeah, so he had like a full-on indie match and then he just walked over to me and he's like, I'm never doing it again. We're going back to comedy wrestling. I'm like, no, no. Now that I know you can do that, we're doing it more often. I loved the match so much, but I was, it's just the heat. It was so brutal. And even the the person I wrestled, Shay, they were like, yeah, this is melting me. And I was like, yeah, it's so warm. I love it's... how, but the my I think my favorite thing of that is when we found out that uh, Fulton's opponent thought that was the type of matches he put on every time he had a show. Like they, they that's what they thought. They thought that the, he just put on indie matches every time he got in there, <laughs> which when, was really funny to me. Like I've got like one fancy move that kinda looks like that. <laughs> it's an old balls Mahoney move. It's like a leg lariat over the top rope thing that we both go over. But everyone sees that and they're like, "This guy does some mad stuff." And I'm like, "No, I, I team up with a luchador. He does the mad stuff." I just throw people. No, well, well, no, come on, Fulton. You're the lucha now. We did have a match where I was the only one to go off the top rope, so I claim that. Oh, I'm here we go. go. Just say, Sammy, you, your feet didn't leave that ground, and here it I was... was soaring six foot three, flying 15 feet in the air. How long did it take you to get on the top rope? A solid three minutes. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'm terrified of heights. Yep. I'm terrified of heights. Try and get this guy on a roller coaster. Try and get this guy on a roller coaster. Well, how can you fit somebody that's four foot wide in into a roller coaster? In one of exactly. Those... <laughs> it would be unsafe. Nice to know how much you care about me, Sammy. Thank you. Vinny, you just put that in perspective there. You'd never put the safety, get the safety belt on. <laughs> I, we, we'd figure that? it out. We'd figure it out. So, hey, how can fans find you how can fans see some wrestling of you guys if if there was somebody listening to this over here in the states and 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 they wanted to check you guys out how could they do that 
So you can check our socials, which we share our matches on uh, when they get released. Most of our matches get released on Target Wrestling and Copenhagen Championship Wrestling. They're on YouTube, uh, yeah. They're on YouTube. Uh, and uh, we both have different socials. Uh, we're both on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Yep. Uh, so you can get us on there. I, all my stuff is Sammy Sparks. Yeah, on Twitter, I'm at the Fulton King, and on Instagram, I don't remember. Oh, you've got if you go my Twitter, you'll find my Instagram because I don't remember it. And then on Facebook, I am just Fulton King, if you will, T O N. Um, and yeah, there's a regular show that comes out on CCW's YouTube channel. You can catch us on there. But yeah, we're always posting stuff, we're always posting clips, and we're always trying to have a laugh. Yeah, like if, if, you, if you don't want to if you don't want to watch a full match, uh we do post like highlight videos on our Twitters and stuff, and we also which we do need to upload a bit more on, we also have a TikTok <laughs> uh under Legends Never Die. So you can catch us on that as well. Well, all right. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you both. Thank you for giving me your time. Absolutely, Thank Benny. Thanks for much. having us. And I hope you enjoyed your vacation as well, mate. Yes, yes, I did. Awesome. <laughs> All right. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast, where wrestling lives. The Pro Wrestling Vault. 35 short stories, including Harley Race, Barrett Brown, Ricky Morton, Cordell Walker, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 400 photos from the independent scene. Get your book today by going to Russellville.com. Russellville. It's, it's where wrestling, wrestling lives. lives.